Welcome listeners to the Changing Lanes podcast, brought to you by Road to Change Coaching with me, Janine Georges. We have developed these podcasts to help you find the strength, the courage and determination to switch into whatever lane necessary to get you through this thing called life. So if you're ready to outrun adversity, let's begin. Listeners, wow. So we made it another few weeks. Thank you for taking the time to tune in to episode 15 now of the Changing Lanes podcast, even if it was just out of boredom. So how are you all? I really wish I could be a fly in the wall right now to hear what you're shouting back as a response. So this marks, I think we're probably in week five of self-isolation with the government last night increasing that for another three weeks. So that will probably hopefully taking us into the first week of May. So I really want to hear about how you've been getting through these last few weeks. I'm very aware that we're all handling uh, this situation in different ways. Some of us are enjoying being at home with our loved ones while the world deals with this pandemic. People are finding out about hidden talents or brushing up on talents like baking cake and banana breads. The amount of banana breads I've seen on my Instagram posts is absolutely ridiculous. And other intricate cakes that I've seen. I'm quite jealous, actually. I want to know how everyone's sourcing all of these ingredients uh, for all of these different things. Because I was looking up making a spice bun the other day and getting those ingredients would be a luxury. Then there are those who have succumbed to this TikTok dance routine. I'm not even going to lie. I did see my sister doing one recently and I was really tempted. But then I remembered I do have a reputation after this whole coronavirus lockdown. So I decided against it. But you know, we've still got a long time left, so I won't rule it out just yet. What about all of these challenges? I've been nominated for many different things. Um, Doing sit-ups, which I struggled with and didn't actually post back. Apologise, cuz. First pictures together. 5k run again. Don't even bother. Think about putting me down for that. There are just so many different things but you know I guess it is keeping up the spirits for everyone and getting everybody involved then on the other side of it you've got those who are searching up online divorce proceedings (laughs) because of the time spent at home which we'll get into we've also got parents who are sending long letters of gratitude uh, to the teachers of their kids because they now know how really hard it is Not to mention the ones who are still working on the front line and who are putting themselves at risk every day to protect others. I do salute you. I've got friends, I've got one of my closest friends, uh, bless her, she's still going into work, into the hospitals every day. And she feeds back some stories to us that always make me quite sad. Um, And I've also got a really close cousin who's an ER doctor in New York in in one of the busiest hospitals who's also saying she's finding it quite challenging. It's absolutely crazy, listeners. I don't know if anyone's like me, but sometimes throughout the day I just forget what's going on and it's quite nice I like going into this bliss of ignorance I guess but then I'm, I'm rapidly reminded and thrown back harshly back into the reality of our world so the emotional well-being of us would have been tested by now for sure um, I'm managing mine by still sticking to rough routines Although now my lists aren't always getting done in order or sometimes at all, but that's still okay. You know, I've also had a few days of feeling totally unmotivated, but we can allow for a few of those just as long as we don't make them become the norm. But, you know, I am still human and I'm constantly learning. So in my household, the teenage sisters, surprisingly, are not really complaining about the self-isolation period, although I thought they would be losing their minds at the moment. But on the other side, the sister fights between them have taken a new turn. And my role as guardian and sister, I don't know, I've, I have to include bouncer or, or referee now because I'm always in the middle of their fights. 
in general, I'm being a lot more relaxed on certain household domestic chores than any other time I would have been usually crying blue murder. But I'm just thinking, you know what, what's the point right now? So what if they have only washed the dishes once in a month? For me to keep my sanity, I just have to let some things go. I've also learnt that communication through this time is crucial, especially with your other halves, because any little thing can really end up into a huge argument and relationships will be tested. I won't go into it too much because I do think we should probably cover an episode of living through corona with partners and in marriages. But I was speaking to a friend recently and we were saying that the true characters of people are brought to light uh, during challenges and stressful times. So some of you in relationships who are on lockdown with your partners may start seeing characters that you didn't even know were there or that you knew were there but have been even more amplified. So it will be an eye-opening time for a lot of people, if they choose to see it, that is. So listeners, although we may all be having our own individual, unique experience through this time, one thing we can all universally do together is show appreciation and gratitude for everything we have in our lives right now. If you've been tuning into my weekly, well, weekly-ish, minutes of mindfulness videos, I started talking about gratitude and why we should do it and how to do it. You see, uh, one of the things that I always know that I need to work on personally in life is having a balance between my ambition and my fierce drive to achieve things and and succeed in life, but also stopping and realising what I have already and being grateful for that. During one of those lovely days we've been experiencing of late, I think it was sometime last week, I went in the garden and before I even thought about how blessed I was to even have a garden and, you know, it's a decent garden and a really good space, I was complaining about all that the garden wasn't. It was a mess, it needed a patio, it needed garden furniture, all of this stuff. I stopped myself and I was like, come on, Janine, get a grip. There are people who are living through this experience with no outside space at all who would kill for any form of garden or even balcony. So that shut me up a bit. And then I also thought, actually, I know that there are people who don't even have anywhere to live, so can't even observe the self-isolation guidelines that we've been given. And I'm aware that the local authorities are doing their best to put anyone who's homeless and living on streets in London into hotels. But there are still, unfortunately, still some on the streets. So that makes my little complaint about garden furniture and the state of my garden just seem worthless. My old mate Gandhi, you probably know of him, One of his greatest quotes was, I cried because I had no shoes. Then I met a man who had no feet. Now, listeners, if that doesn't put things into perspective for you, I don't know what would. You see, gratitude is the feeling of appreciation for what we already have. It means being thankful. And we also may know it as acknowledgement or recognition, praise, any of those things. The main thing that sticks with me the most when I talk about gratefulness is that gratitude anchors us to the present moment. I always say this, but the present moment, listeners, is the only moment of power we truly have. You see, the past and the future can't bring us happiness or contentment because they don't exist in this present moment. Unfortunately, you know, we do live in such a fast-paced, capitalist, stressed-out society that we often take things for granted, where even slowing down for a minute and appreciating what is already good about our lives seems to be far-fetched, unrealistic, and sometimes even just bizarre. There's so much about ourselves and society that we always want to change, and in an attempt to make ourselves better and to make those changes, we forget to be grateful for the things that we do have, no matter how small they are. So why should we start practicing gratitude? 
The person who feels gratitude is thankful for what they have and does not constantly seek more. Now, listeners, I'm really not saying that being grateful will make everything within our messed up world okay or that everything is going to be amazing. You see, the goal here is not to block out all of the difficulties that life presents us with, but to approach them from a different perspective. We want to focus your time and your attention on what you can appreciate. And you don't even have to have much to practice gratitude. You don't have to wait for you to have everything you've ever dreamed of in life or have that perfect life in order to be grateful for it. I mean, you know what? What is a perfect life anyway? Really, what is a perfect life? If you're waiting for your life to be perfect, to practice gratitude, you're going to be waiting a very, very long time. We need to look for reasons to be grateful for, even when you're struggling. It's a powerful process for shifting energy and bringing more of what you want into your life. Being a grateful person has practical benefits as well. Literally, now I didn't know this until I started doing some more research, but there have been many studies and science to back these theories up. It's even become a popular concept in positive psychology. Research shows that people who are grateful tend to show higher levels of well-being and happiness, more fulfilling relationships, greater resilience, improved mental health and for some even improved sleep. Who wouldn't want all of that? It's also said that gratitude has been shown to improve social behaviour and is at times so contagious that it makes other people want to show gratitude too. If I'm honest, I don't really believe that because I know a lot of people who've been given loads of help with things and they're still not grateful. So, But you know, I can appreciate the concept. But gratitude is a skill that is worth cultivating, a skill that you need makes you more content and less materialistic. It increases empathy, lowers stress levels, and we all know that stress is a major cause of psychosomatic illnesses. It helps with long-term happiness. Researchers also say that being grateful actually increases your happiness and well-being for the long term. You see, gratitude can help us see that not everything is terrible, not all of the time anyway, and it makes us see that there are so many things to be grateful for. Feeling and expressing gratitude turns our mental focus to the positive, which compensates for our brain's natural tendency to focus on negatives, all that worry or fear or disappointment. And as such, gratitude creates loads of positive emotions like joy and love and contentment. So how to practice being grateful? So with all those scientifically proven benefits of being grateful, I bet you're all now sitting there with a pen and paper waiting to find out what you can do to reap some of those benefits. So here are some tips. Tip one, wake up and go to sleep with gratitude at the forefront of your mind. To do that, choose between like three to five things that day that you can be thankful for. Like I said, there will always be something you can find. Robin Roberts said, if we threw all of our problems into a huge pile and saw everybody else's, we'll be rushing back to get ours. Isn't that the truth? We always focus on how bad our problems are, but but do we actually think about the good stuff? An example of some of the things you can put down, speaking to a loved one on video chat or whatever it is that you haven't seen for a while and that you miss, your home, your comforts, your strength to get through each day, your children playing, your babies laughing, the person you love giving you a hug the good weather, the smell of nice food being cooked. And this also helps if you're having trouble falling asleep at night because you're probably still mulling over the stressful events of the day. Instead of thinking about the problems of the day, think about the beautiful things that happened in your day. Tip two, all of these things into a gratitude journal. 
And every now and then, just keep having a read through it and it will make you appreciate those things all over again. Tip three, celebrate the little things. No matter how small they are, even if you lost a pound of weight or your cake came out amazing, your kids slept through the whole night, the good weather, whatever it is, appreciate and celebrate the small things. Tip four, send one message of gratitude a day. Now, you've definitely got time to do this now, so you can't even make any excuses. But make it a habit to send out one thank you or I appreciate you, I love you message every day to someone who just comes into mind. And it doesn't even have to be more than one sentence. And you will see the power of this act when your relationships start to change for the better. Tip five, slow down your life. I saw a post recently that said, when this is over, Let's not try and quickly go back to normal, for normal wasn't working. Let's use this experience for in the future to take the time to appreciate things around us. Tip six, be present. Choose to be present in the now. Now this is sometimes we can call it mindfulness and and it's really helpful to generate positive emotions and that come with gratitude. When you're living with more awareness, you notice everything, even the smallest things. I think we don't do this enough. Put your phone down turn the TV off and just give yourself a minute to be present. Tip seven, say thank you. If your partner just made you another cup of tea, look at them in the eyes and say thank you. I mean, who doesn't want to be appreciated for even the smallest of efforts? Tip eight, pay attention to your emotions. Describe in as much detail, and you can do this in your gratitude journal, how your body feels when you express gratitude. What does it feel like? What's your thoughts that go on in your mind when you're doing it? I know for me, whenever I do something really nice for someone, I have this overwhelming warm feeling that I love. What's your emotions that are attached to it? And the last tip, and I've literally just thought about this right now, but it's one I'm definitely gonna do in my house. So you're more than welcome to try it in your household. I'm gonna put little post-it notes, if I find some, on all of the things around the house that we should be grateful for. This task really mainly for the teenagers. Now I'm thinking things such as the light switch, oh the Wi-Fi box, yeah, the tap, uh, the fridge door, the TV, their speakers, the Alexa. I'm just going to put on it, be grateful for this, just so they remember and they know how blessed they are to have the things, the things that they have. Final words. Listeners, yes, I am concerned, very concerned about what's going on in the world and I'm not ignorant to it. It does make me sad, especially for those who are losing loved ones. But you know, I can't express how overwhelmingly grateful I feel right now, in this moment now, because I know that within a second, this could all change. Practicing this gratitude has given me some inner peace and fulfillment in my life, despite the external circumstances. And I hope this episode and the tips can help you to experience even a small amount of the same. But like any habit, Gratitude requires persistence and patience, but with practice, you will find yourself taking moments in the day and appreciating it. So I'm going to start doing what I'm preaching. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank everyone who's always listened and supported me and encouraged me, who subscribes to my channels, who sends me messages to say how great they think I'm doing and and how I've touched your lives. I want to thank my family and my friends who always stand by me, for my husband, for my sisters, everyone. I love you all and I'm very grateful. And just to finish off with a quote by Melody Beattie, 
Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough. Listeners, stay safe and speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Change in Lanes podcast. We will be back every other Monday. So please subscribe to our Spotify, SoundCloud or iTunes accounts. Please leave comments and email us directly with any challenges that you may be going through at info at roadtochangecoaching.com. If you've been touched by any of the topics discussed, we have included a list of resources for you to contact directly. Have a great few weeks and start making those changes in your life.